0: Happy Friday. Superstars and fighter dot warriors, eagles and eaglets, and ducks in the pond, and peacocks. As you can tell, the whole zoo is with me, and I love everyone. It's a game, and it's fun when you know how to play, and you don't always get butt hurt because the game is tough at times. <laughs> oh, today I'm so happy because uh, my runny nose seems to be... Uh, having a pause today, which means my body thought, whatever was going on. I've had chronic rhinitis my whole life, but I definitely got aware of it when I came to America, because if you have a runny nose here and you're in a gym, or oh, you're like, you know, nobody can, you're untouchable. You're dangerous. Everyone is going to die if they see you. And then with the pandemic and COVID, I mean, can you imagine me in a civilized gym, with my nose, it would be impossible for me to rely on a gym routine, knowing I have to orchestrate my life around the civilization. So, so happy to be a loner and alone, but I must say one thing. When I have uh, someone join me in the little gym in my building, it's instantly easier because we are competitive a little bit. It is easier to walk together so I can have this imaginary game when there's two strong women on the side of me and we're all walking together, walking in aligned, united forces together. So I play that game. And that's a good thing to kind of mention or to just make a note. We gotta play games, for instance. When my typical O C D thought comes to me that thinks it's gonna take over my life, it's the one, what if there's a big earthquake? It's so stupid, I know. When that same thought comes to my mind, I've had different ways of handling it because the fear and, you know, solving out where is it coming from and all that. And then I realized that it doesn't matter for me to explain to myself how this is normal and natural because I don't care. It's not going to change my feelings. But what does change my feeling is if I just tell myself, well, the worst thing that can happen is I get a brick in the head. Because that is what is going to be the worst—that I have concrete falling on top of me—and that's the funny thing about human nature: that that I'm not scared of, <laughs> because fears are not rational all the time, and we tend to hold on to everything that we don't even want to go into, so we are always running around away from the fear, and then you know, kind of just don't want to talk about it, and it becomes a forever marathon running away from whatever that is, that is in the corner, the darkness. So I know that about myself that with humor and having this kind of uppercut kind of routine. So you think about every thought you have that you don't like, you replace it with a better one. You have to find the thoughts like I do that makes me motivated. And humor and realizing that life is what it is and I can't control it and you know death is part of it and making it with humor always works for me. If I try to be too thankful and oh please keep me alive you know then I get just scared. But if I say hey I might die tomorrow so it's good. I live today so I can because that is what I do. I love what I do. My whole day is about what I love. So I'm kind of good every day. I don't need to live to 105 that I would love to because I love to live a long life for having as many days as I can to make an impact in the world. Because for my own dream, I made it and I'm living it every day. And knowing what I could have had, what I could have been living, makes me so grateful for my own dedication, that I, my determination. I made it from Sweden to America, to my city of my dreams. And I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do, eat, train, sleep in my own and nobody in my way, right? And then funny how I had to go to the other side of the world to do that close to ghost gym where I always want to go and train, which I did for a long, long time. Went to Florida and then returned. I thought that was my community. And it was, except for I forgot myself that I'm a loner. I don't have a community I go to. I don't belong, I don't sit in a community. I'm like, I can't do it because the community wasn't the way I wanted it. I'm a leader and I was only gonna have a community if it's gonna be my way. And I didn't know this upfront in my mind. It's not like I had a plan. So remember now, have compassion, self-compassion about insights. Because just like you, every other day in my life, I thought I was right and that was the way I should be. And i was happy and i've always been happy that's the thing my life except for i've had my suicidal moments and i've had my depression i've had that too and walked it through but what was always supporting me was my dedication to fitness and not letting myself off the hook that i'm proud of that i haven't let myself go ever to the extent i did when i was very young in my beginning i was the same crappy person so I wanted to just first kind of close that chapter that these thoughts that you have, you gotta understand that it's not only about finding ways to motivate and pep talk and affirm. You really have to understand, you gotta believe it. And that takes practice. So you're gonna get nothing out of simply just wording. I am strong, or I can do this. Or I can, you know, I'm capable it's not the best thing I can do. Because you tend to have this kind of thinking that you're gonna not have to believe in it. It's just writing it out or typing it or copying like a parrot. But that means you're just talking from your head, not from your heart. So you could tell all the lies in words to yourself and still have no effect at all. That's why it's important to to pay attention that what you're telling yourself in the way you do it matters can't just be a liar to yourself think about that how you tend to hate that people are lying or not honest dishonest untruthful now look at you telling yourself lies first that you can't do it and then when you're trying to do it here is what you do you add a little disclaimer i could do it but there you go Or when you know you're gonna practice how you're supposed to feel. So today, like every other day, I practice the way I want to feel. That's the whole practice I do. Because I have my assignment to myself every day to make sure I'm happy. Because if I'm not happy, I'm not gonna want to work for my own happiness. So I have to do it for myself. I'm gonna be a grumpy ass and I don't want that because I can't get anything good out of that. That means I know my nature. That means I'm not gonna keep on fighting my nature. I'm not gonna fight being a human because I have to be smart and use it to my advantage. So that's a teach you now. If you know your nature, that you're gonna be like my cat, that you are designed to go for spontaneous impulse eating because it means there's an opportunity to fatten up and preserve that there's life going on that you can keep on living now add that we love to eat and that the food designed for it is prevalent everywhere and it's cheap and you decide, you are you grew up eating it you have no sense of what is normal eating and everyone else is doing it so you're in that environment that's what everyone does so all the bodies in that culture are abused by the owners the minds who don't know anything and all live on. It's not a big deal, start over. You're human and then here we go, eat something. And it's not gonna be a big thing probably, but the content is jet fuel. So now it sends all this spiking of the incident in your body and you just push your body to keep on trying to fight this kind of war of overload. And that is what's going on on the inside. Well, what, <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> so, in order then to have respect and wanting to do that, you have to have those thoughts and the uppercut thought when, let's say, you say, oh, it's not going to work for me because it's too long time. I'm not going to be able to to do it. That's because you are holding on to the same way diet culture works you and that is the way like this your human nature that for day today is the day of friday and most people in diet culture including myself are usually the leanest on a friday what is so special with this friday leanest it's because the most days in a row typically have now accumulated on the carry budget system that you have just maintained what you're supposed to do to get your salt adequate enough time. And that's usually then on, if you start over Monday like everyone else, it's gonna be five days in a row. This is when you usually have kind of tapped into a little bit of fat or have depleted your muscle glycogen and your liver glycogen. So you're kind of ready to tap into fat because you have made your first kind of shift into, okay, what did we have in store? what is going to be out from water, and then we go from there. So that's why you feel usually after X amount of days, feeling your leanness because the more days in a row, the more the sourdough bread recipe is in close to being ready to be enjoyed. So that's then when usually the refeed comes. So for me, today is the refeed. We are on a daily to refeed routine in FD8. So every day now, People are qualified because after 14 days, that's the good amount to start and then practice a refeed. Nobody's going to be done already or everything is perfect or nothing because this is a repetitive, wonderful routine that keeps on being in your life in fighter diet, which is the opposite to all other diet plans where there is no holy, wonderful day moment in the future because that is only a bit, that's only only kind of coach that... Be moderate when you enjoy, and then go back to your diet plan. And we know what happens. Nobody wants to to moderate because you have trained yourself into knowing you're not going to have any indulgences. You're not going to have any reward by not being trained how you are actually going to reward and earn the way we can refeed and enjoy and still get lean and stay lean. That whatever that is in your routine in leaning out is not gonna stop you because you have it together, you know what to do. That is what I call the peacock life. The peacock life is when you have achieved a certain level of fitness for you that you can maintain that makes you feel good and comfortable and know that if you want to get leaner, you know exactly how to do it. If you wanna maintain, you know what it takes. If you want to kind of prep and have more indulgence day and kind of fatten up on point, you can de-fat first, just getting leaner. So getting super shredded and then fatten up a little bit, that's my favorite. So we can work like periods of time for focus to lean out and then enjoy the food. And it has the best thermic effect on your body that boosts your energy, that boosts your motivation, that boosts muscle and Everything is just happy-go-lucky because imagine it's like a body and your, your whole life goes from a long time, your recession and drought and darkness into heaven on earth and woohoo, happy-go-lucky. That is the refeed effect. It just doesn't last. So you have to really know it's a limited opportunity, like those impulses. And you only get away because you have put your body into a system where the environment is keeping you lean because you keep on holding it on. You're not breaking the environment. You're not reverting back. Most people then on the Friday, before you learn fight it out and my POBO and refeed and all that, before you know discipline, and you're just a regular diet person. In that time of life, you're gonna, you're gonna go for the cheat weekend. You're not gonna, you're gonna start over. And so you got to be your leanest on the Friday and then sabotage and fatten up. And it tends to be that you're getting fatter and fatter because the overindulging of the crap gets bigger and bigger. And then imagine if you don't hold tight for the week. Now all of a sudden there's a sudden spike in calories and you are coming into day 14 you want to have a refit you notice you're not leaner at all you're fatter what happened or you forgot that you have to work every day for that thermic effect and that refit boost to have that happy-go-lucky time after recession so in order to have that boost and that really really motivating amazing epiphany of you can eat but it feels like everything and lose fat and stay lean and build muscle and be happy and feel amazing and feel confident about food. You can have all that if you practice. But most people don't want to do that, so they just kinda of quit on the weekend and start over Monday. So with me, you don't. For me, every round of this day days of a row of defeat and then refeed is a whole system on its own. Like a workout. And I want those. So Different lengths of cycle for different people, so some people want to refit every week, once, once every two weeks. Some people want to have the day there, some people just want to kind of sudden, extra, you know? And all that you learn by practice. And when people struggle with this of understanding why don't you get leaner, why can't you stay strong on your diet? and seek out typically nutrition degrees and wanting to learn it comes from the right intention that you understand that what is wrong but it's not about nutrition science after you know how what is in food and how it is nothing changes you might have more awareness of it but it's not going to make you go for it because it takes more and then people think they should go and read philosophy and psychology and and yeah, that's going to open you up to human nature and to understand that all this about you and you're, you know, all we have, everyone is it. We are our nature. We have to accept the way we are, like my cat. He is the way he is. He's always going to be, if he has an opportunity to go back on his diet work, he will. And that is to, is to expect, because if we don't expect it, who, we, who do we think we are? We're going to lie from... What we are, we're not gonna be sensible about cocaine food. We're gonna want to eat. We're gonna want to enjoy. We don't want to track everything because it takes out the fun. It's just not fun to live a life where, hey, we wanna go and bake something that is gonna be good for us and healthy. But now we have to track the macros again, and then everything has to be weighed up. So just imagine if you just let go of that, and then think about what in your diet plan do you actually have to measure up so much you can make your diet plan so you actually don't have to measure up anything because the things that are low in calories no low in volume high in calories you just have a tablespoon of that like you you watch you have conscious ignorance about the things that don't really matter because it's not gonna be about the vegetable or the oprah that is gonna make you never see your lean body it's about those sudden I'm giving up, I'm going to have it all. And then the choices are too power overpowering for your goal. And it happens too often. So now the whole trend is you're on a surplus diet. It happens so easily. And you just learn and then make your provision. I mean, sometimes you wonder, do you have to be so lean or do you want to eat more? Do you, are you happy eating or do you do you have to always have a goal with fat loss? You know, sometimes you just have to let that go and just enjoy eating healthy and exercise and see what that happens. Because most people just lose fat naturally because you stop obsessing. That's the thing. If you stop obsessing about fat loss and just learn what it takes to live the lifestyle, which is going to induce what you want, there's no change. You just a shift of the mind that you're focusing on behavior reinforcement, the way of relearning. And be excited about it instead of i'm gonna toughen up and lose fat because that is a project mindset you're gonna lose fat and then that's that's it you're just gonna stay in the lifestyle of staying lean because otherwise you're gonna go back and get fat so it's like you gotta have one option it's just like a thought if you don't have a good thought you're gonna have a bad thought so you pick your thoughts so when you feel it's going down you know the feeling goes down that's then when you make sure you motivate yourself back up, you know? So on this uh, first, on the motivation and affirmations, get out of that disclaimer that you kind of don't really commit to reinforce your self-belief because you're going to say, I'm strong, I'm fearless, but you know, you don't believe in it. You just want to write it. And this morning, just as an example, what I do is... I meditate and I also write it in. I write five minutes and journaling just everything I love and everything I, you know, all the positive. I do that every day in the morning in order to make sure I have the upper hand on motivation and, and energy, not the world on me. So I just start my whole day not allowing anything come into my mind before I have first made my call. And I have chosen to live like this because there are good and bad being a loner by choice. But I love that I have the most power over how I wanna feel and how I wanna think and what I wanna do. And I just don't have another way I could ever live. And think about Pippi Longstocking that who I, one of my role models and I'm living the life life she had. And I'm so proud that I am not doing what you're supposed to do to comply and be successful in other people's eyes. I'm doing the opposite and I'm so happy because I couldn't care less. I'm so happy. And by leading, that I lead other people to see, okay, she's happy and she's not that much thing and she just doesn't care and she's happy. Huh, maybe I can be that too. Maybe I don't have to fit in. Maybe I can stand out on my own. Maybe I can find my little tribe that makes me happy. And that's how I feel about our community, that it's like the FDA 8 nation. Here you come and you can be yourself, eating healthy, taking care of yourself. We know you're going to be forty. We know you're going to have your vegetables, you know, and we love you for it. I just so am tired of all, so much health shaming. As in, I feel that you can't be healthy in this world in, around people because they don't understand. And then when all these experts are trying to make people eat healthy, everyone forgets the point. It all breaks down after some time when when nobody wants to do be good anymore. And I get it because if you don't teach yourself that you can have, you're gonna reward yourself. You're not gonna believe it, so why would you work hard with no pay? That's kind of the message it tells your body. Why would you do all this for yourself without a guarantee that you're going to be paid up? I know that your mind forgets that you're doing this for yourself. But you still have that tendency, you want to be paid up. You want to have security, you want to have guarantees of success. So You're not going to do that. You're not going to participate or work for yourself until you have a proof. Which is why you never get it. You never get to do it because there is no proof of this. You can't. So now you're standing there forever, never able to start because you don't believe in it. Even though other people walk walkie talk first, you don't believe in it because, well, it's comfortable to kind of wait for when you have proof. Imagine buying a house and you know you're going to actually be able to live in it. That would make you kind of more, you know, open up the pocket. So what I'm trying to say with this is that there is no shortcut to relearn about human nature. And if you think about how much people try to understand themselves. But when it comes down to it, nobody wants to address or accept that we have to know what we are made of, that we are going to be like my cat again. And that means we have to practice right away, unless we want to build it up. And nobody wants to build up a snowstorm. Nobody does. So, to uh, summarize this part, make sure that you are practicing the affirmations, the pep talk every day. There's no, uh, it's absolutely mandatory. And also remember that you have to believe in this. So it doesn't matter that you're talking, you have to actually want it. And then, the Friday leanness is because the more days in a row that you're complying, the leaner you get. So that's the motivation and just think like you are working for refeed clearance. So anytime after you have noticed your leaners, so I think like this, you have a certain day that you're working for to stay c- compliant and then it follows with the refeed. And then you analyze and then you go back and then you have a new time where you're gonna work up your defeed days. So that's the whole cycle of intervals between defeed and refeed. And today I'm so happy because my dream body showed up too on the Friday, after my running nose, and I feel so strong today. I did my medipavey on the uh, medipavey. I did the uh, medicardio on the spinning bike, and then I did my intervals in silence. And now I'm out of my walk, and I'm so happy that it's Friday and that I can eat and train and that it's refeed, and my body is healthy and strong. And I feel amazing and I don't have a but, so I don't add that. So here's the thing, here's a practice. It's so easy to kind of mention, you know, first, hey, everything this and then blah, a whole list. Then the whole point was gone. If we're going to add everything that we just have to, hey, this is what's still, I'm happy. And then here's the list again. No, so I'm practicing that, like, no, I'm happy and I'm doing that. I don't want to add the whole list because then I really missed the whole point. You know, <laughs> it's like the whole point is to I believe it. I remember when I tried to make people film their affirmations and nobody wanted to do it. And everyone wanted to kind of make me uh, be the one who's ridiculous for wanting the people to work on their pep talk. And then in a group people are like, yeah, we're not gonna do that. That's what I feel about groups at times, you know. I'm only in one because the way I have my community now is the way I like it. It's not a challenge like a yo-yo dieting plan. But remember now that a lot of people come into me and they think I'm doing what I've always done and they don't even know that what they thought i was always done wasn't even what I did. So they think they come now and can't even relate to fighter diet because it has grown so much. (laughs) And here I am super proud because the way I coach now is way different. But they want to have it the way everyone else is, right? Stuck in the way and tell you to be tough and toughen up and so you can tell other people how tough you are because you know how to stay on your diet. And I'm just feeling that, but you're not happy anyway. And I don't want to have a crowd where people think that it's cute to be successful to stay on a diet, but you hate yourself and you hate your life because you can never have balance. That's not a group that I belong to, so definitely not want someone there. You're not with me because you need a punishment or a prison. You're with me because you love your freedom, and you love to not have to settle in to be something that is like a prisoner because someone told you you got to know your macros. So no, no, no to that. Just think about how... uh, complicated it is that people have these PhD degrees about all sciences and all behavior and they still cannot stay on a diet to get lean right says how much power of the mind it takes so give yourself compassion give yourself love and understanding because you gotta accept who you are what we are made of we are like my cat we are gonna be tempted we're gonna always end up there because once you have your desire met, you're going to find another. And that's the whole point to live for. There's nothing to not desire. You just have to learn how to have it by not being angry with everything that you can't have. And to see that what you want is all you want. And to teach yourself that. That's the whole thing. It's all about the epiphany of you choose how you feel. And that's what I love to teach you. Because every day I make sure I make myself happy. And that's what I want you to do with me too.